Okay, there we go. Uh, I had a uh, false start there. Um, all right, so this is going to be a bedcast number 21 overall. Um, but it's going to be something, something, episode 8. Here we are. Um, buddy, you got to move. My My co-host here is just demanding the pets and uh unfortunately he's getting in my way a little bit because i uh can't quite come on dude <laughs> can't quite move around my controls here um since this is gonna be a halloween themed episode i'm gonna go ahead and Hmm, what do I want to play? Hmm. You know what? I got I got one here. Um, I like typically I like other songs by him better, but we're going to play this song since it's pretty fitting, I would say. For the theme of the episode, which is going to be uh, our not not a Halloween special number due or two, if you're uh, not in France. Um, anyways, uh, something something episode eight, not a Halloween special number two. Uh, here is Warren Zevon, Werewolves of London. I'll be back after this. Gent who ran a in Kent. Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair. You better stay away from him. He'll rip your lungs out, Jim. I'd like to meet his tailor. Ow. 
I saw Lon Chaney walking with the Queen Doing the werewolves of London I saw Lon Chaney Jr. walking with the Queen Doing the werewolves of London I saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's hair was perfect. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I think I'm gonna do another song of his as the outro, just because I love I love Warren Zevon, but uh, that's like one of the only songs people uh, you know really know from him because I I don't think he was a one hit wonder, but I think in the mainstay, people really only remember him for that song, and then as of late, um. Uh, what was it? Sort of recently, I guess. Uh, Kid Rock sampled that song. Uh, in one of his songs, I think all summer long. So, yeah, you know. Um. Oh, sorry about that. Had some. Uh, I don't think that came through, but I was playing with my phone here. Um which I shouldn't ever do when I'm actually recording so I can actually focus and see what the hell, you know, I'm doing. Um, I got this book here. It's The Great Tales and Poems of Edgar Allan Poe. I want to read something out of this, but let's, let's open it up and see what's in here. So, hmm, you know what? I mean, I think we got to do the classic. Please stop. Stop. <laughs> my my co-host, he's uh doing that thing where he's rubbing his head on the corner of the stop, stop, the corner of my book. Trying to like scratch his itch and it's like I I get it. I know you're itchy. I know you want some Oh, now now he's got my bookmarker. Great. Hold on one second here. There we go. I gotta take. I don't want him trying to eat it because this little, this dude little this little dude will eat anything. Stop. I gotta go back to page nineteen. So we're gonna read kind of you know one of the classic uh, Halloween. Um. Well, I don't. I don't even know if it was necessarily associated with Halloween when he wrote it, but one of the now. Um, quintessential quintessential Halloween poems. Um, the Simpsons did one of their Treehouse of Horror episodes with it, I believe. And uh, a lot of people just know it in general. But uh, this is The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Once upon a midnight dreary, while they pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this and nothing more. 
Ah, distinctly I remember it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow. Vainly I had sought to borrow from my books surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken sad uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, this it is, and nothing more." Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into the darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word ever, only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. I'm not sure if the mic picked that up. He says, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. But whisper. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon again I heard a tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lit lattice. Let me see then what there, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Once here I flung the shutter, when, with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obedience made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mine of lord or lady perched above my chamber door. Perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, that by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore, though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning and little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living be human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door. Bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door with such a name as nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely on the placid bust spoke only that one word as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing further than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, nevermore. 
Startled at the stillness broken by replies so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, never more. But the raven still beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy, thinking that this ominous bird of yore, what his grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore, meant in croaking, nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fierce whose fiery eyes now burdened, burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on this on the cushion's velvet lining, that the lamp light glowed o'er, but whose velvet velvet violet lining with the lamp light gloating o'er, she shall press ah nevermore. Sorry, that was there's that's kind of hard to read there with my my buddy here uh <laughs> knocking the pages then methought the air grew denser perfumed from an unseen censer swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor wretch i cried like god god hath lent thee by these angels he hath sent he hath sent thee respite respite in nepenthe from thy memories of lenore Quaff, oh quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost sonore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether temptest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert, desert land unchant, enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there... Is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell this soul, with sorrow laden, if, within the distant Aden, it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked upstarting, get thee back into the tempest in the night's Plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken, leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door, take thy break from out my heart, and take thy form from off my door, quoth the raven nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeing, seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor, and my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. And that's it. So, I really like um, Mr. Poe's writing here. Uh, I really like it's 
I'm a little, I'll be honest, it's a little hard to read, you know, at times, because uh, most of it's modern English, but obviously there's a lot of words in there, and there's some history there that, um, mm, excuse me, is not quite, and some of it is just, you know, we don't, we don't say things like that anymore, but still, very, very spooky indeed, this, this raven comes in, and uh, it just keeps saying to him, nevermore, and he's like, what the hell? Now, he has a lot of uh, creepier stories about various things. And so, you know, once we get closer to um, actual Halloween, we're at the, you know, we're in the beginning of the month here. Um, I might uh, plot another one, have another uh, closer to Halloween, not special. But, um, yeah, for now, that's all I got. As far as, you know, the readings go. Um, oh my goodness. I'm very, very tired. But it's been an, um... It's been a pretty good fall so far. You know, we're only a little way into it. But the leaves are turning. And surprisingly, they're turning before they're falling, you know. Thanks to a little bit of rain where we, uh... Got here at the end of summer. And the temperature has been, um... It's been fluctuating a little bit. It hasn't been as steady as it has been in the past, but it's not also, you know, instantly snowing as soon as summer goes away. So it's been okay. Uh, I really like to see, like, those orange and red colors in the leaves before they fall, but unfortunately we don't really get that around here. You have to go a little further north for that. Oh. Um... But yeah, you know, I've seen a lot of um, really fun Halloween decorations. Um, you know, I might actually have a costume this year for the first time in a long time. You know, somebody told me they were like, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm X years old. I don't, I don't dress up anymore. And I'm like, nah, you, you're never too old to do it. It's just uh, if you have, you know, that, that. Halloween spirit left, I suppose, and you know, not everyone does, and that's okay. It's not a holiday for everyone, I and mean, it doesn't have to be, you know. It's just, it's a fun time to celebrate, let the let the ghouls run loose, let the demons out for a night. Um, you know, this year it's on a Sunday, so if uh, if the kids get the trick or treat again, um, or for the first time in probably a couple of years now, then, um. It'll be cool because typically those are on Sunday nights. But we will um we will see what happens here as the next few weeks kind of, you know, come along. Um and I really I don't I don't know why I'm blanking right now. I really you know, I wanted to choose this topic. Um, sorry, again, I whipped out the phone. I really, I picked this topic, not, like, on a whim. I really do like Halloween. Um, I suppose I could talk a bit about the movies I'm planning on watching, or, you know, maybe make a list of movies that I want to watch. Um, but I'm just not feeling... <gasps> a topic-themed episode this time. So there might be two something-somethings this week, I don't know. 
I don't know if I'm going to record these out of order or uh, what, but um, yeah, I definitely want people to go back and listen to, you know, learning uh, so they can listen and learn <laughs> about learning. Um, but I don't know. Halloween is one of my favorite uh, times of the year. I really like watching scary movies, which you can you can do any time of year, but it just feels different in the fall, you know? It feels different during Halloween, or... Excuse me. It feels different during October. I need to I need to get a better recording schedule for these. Maybe Maybe if I record them in the morning when I'm still falling asleep, it'll be a different kind of falling asleep. Or if I just get up and record them before work, that might be a reason to actually want to be awake in the morning. Not that I don't like work, but, you know. Um, waking up sucks, especially early-ish in the mornings. So, I'm going to try sitting up and see if that helps with the uh, yawning. Just because it felt like I was kind of hunched over and really um, crushing the lungs there. Which I don't, I don't know if that really matters or not as far as like yawning. I just know yawning is when you can't really get enough air into the lungs. And um, they're having an issue, you know, with stuff. Um, but if I go if I go back to the movies, um, you know, this, this week I wanted to watch It and It Chapter 2. The uh, two newest remakes of the book of the um, well, technically, you know, it was it was the the novel, and then they made the um TV adaptation with uh, Tim Curry, and I've yet to really watch that fully through. Um, I I started to see the beginning and where he uh gets Georgie. Um, spoiler alert, if you haven't read the book or seen the movies, um, Pennywise the Dancing Clown, or is Evil Clown, whatever the fuck, Pennywise is an evil, like, demonic creature that preys on the, uh, young kids of Derry, Maine, and he comes, or it, rather, comes out of hibernation every 27 years. Now, what I would be interested in is Stephen, if Stephen King ever wrote, like, a prequel book and kind of goes over the history of it, or goes into more of the prehistory because I believe that there was a story about, you know, like a big shootout in the, like uh, the the settler settling times of the area and um someone took a picture for the uh, newspaper at the time, and in the picture, like in the shootout of all the the bloody shit, there was like you could see the clown there. And I'm like, ooh, that's a fun, fun um, memory. Because it, it happens, you know, but way before the book starts, he's just waking up again because... I'm just going to say he because in the movie, obviously, uh, it's it's a man clown. But the actual... The true form of the monster is like a giant spider that if you look into its eyes, the, the deadlights, uh, you'll either go insane or it, it'll kill you. Um... And in the book, I'm not even sure that that's necessarily what um, it was described as. I think, like, inside the eyes was the deadlights. I don't, or maybe that's, I don't know. But 
it's been a while since I've read the book. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff in the book that you can't adapt to any kind of big screen. Um, hint, hinting at the ending after they kill uh, it as kids. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google it and or uh, read the book. If you feel like it, I mean, it's over a thousand pages. So it's a it's a hefty read, but um, yeah, it's um, it's a weird one, you know. Stephen King he uh writes some weird stuff, and I don't know. I mean, it's still one of his best novels, I think, and it really is like wow, it is a powerful coming of age story, um. And there's a lot of really cool, like, um, the whole Battle of Chud, you know, is a really cool, like, th- uh, homage to the Tibetan um, practice of Chud. And a lot of, you know, fun things like that that I had to actually look up and, like, read about and learn about while I'm going through this book. So, you know, it's it's fun for entertainment purposes, but also, like, sparked some ideas in my head, and I was like, oh, okay, that's that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, uh, want to really, I want to finish watching those. I started watching the first one and then some stuff came up and I've been running around like crazy this weekend. Um, just, you know, going here and there and doing all sorts of stuff. Um, Another news update, though, the studio is going to be moving here soon, so um, I don't know what that'll do to my recording schedule. I kind of only record these a couple at a time, ahead of time, so this might this might be a one episode a week, and maybe the next one will come out next week or something. I'm not really sure as far as the release stuff goes, but um, yeah, so look to be... Look for me to be set up in the new studio in the near future. Um, I'll make an update once I get there. Maybe then I'll, if I get a space actually set up properly or, you know, just from my bed, since that's where I record all these anyways, I'll just uh, start doing video. Because um, I have I have a fairly decent webcam built into my computer, but um, I've also got an old phone that's got a pretty nice camera that I don't use. I can just directly hooked it up with the USB and then uh, record that while I'm recording this audio. We just instead of doing it through OBS, I'd probably have to do some more uh, for to add some actual production value to it and you record with my uh, DAW and then um, uh, do the put the video together in like this um, video editing program I uh, downloaded a while back that I haven't used or anything else. Because I'd like to kind of play some more PC games. I downloaded a whole bunch. And just with jujitsu and work, I haven't had a whole lot of time to kind of chill out and do that stuff. So, you know, hopefully once uh, the move happens here and everything gets settled down, I'll be able to find uh, another more of a good rhythm. Not that I haven't been in a good rhythm, but, you know, hanging out with people, um, seeing things, doing stuff, yada, 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 keeping it vague. Um, not sure if I'll go to any haunted houses or anything like that. Um, might just try to go exploring some stuff at night, maybe, you know? Um, 
kind of just see where the where the spooky season takes me. Um, hopefully, gonna get some nice decorations to put up. I heard that uh, Home Depot was selling these like twelve foot tall skeletons, but they're all sold out. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, I'm not sure why these gigantically tall decorations started taking off. Honestly. Because now it seems like every season they've got a 12 foot tall something or other and it's always sold out. So I can't tell if <sighs> these are just um, rumors started by Home Depot to show, to, you know, shed some interest on their um, products that no one's actually buying or what. But either way, um,. You know, it is uh, interesting nonetheless. Now, I would I would buy a gigantic snowman, but I'd also rather I think I'd rather have the skeleton and then put him up at uh, the holiday time as well, because then you could have the whole like Nightmare Before Christmas type vibe, even though I've never seen the whole thing, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I was just talking about that recently too. You know, I I tried watching it, but I didn't know that it was a musical. Kind of the same same deal with Sweeney Todd, and um, yeah, I just never went back and finished it. So, you know, maybe one day I'll finish those too and go back and watch those. But I think once I watch it and it chapter two, I'm gonna go watch maybe Halloween or um, some of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, and then. You know, I might finally give, like, the Nightmare on Elm Street a chance, because I, I just kind of hated Freddy for all this time. I don't know why. But, um, I really liked Freddy vs. Jason, so I might give it a go. Um, I've also never seen The Exorcist. Um, so I could give that a go, could try, uh, I need to finish Phantasm. That's a really old, um... Maybe cult status film now. I'm not really sure, you know, what people think of that or know about that. But, um, basically there are these like giant flying orbs in that that chase people down. So that's kind of cool. Um, tall creepy dudes, the bad guy. I'm not really. I don't know. I didn't make it far enough to really get the gist of it. But um, got those. I got Poltergeist maybe. You know, a lot of those, like, classic movies, or even, like, newer ones. Like, I really want to see Black Christmas, which sounds like it could be more Christmas or Halloween, I suppose. But, um, yeah, so I've got both of those on the list. Um, or all of, the, you know, pretty much any of that is, like, you know, fair game. Um, there's some, some really, really new movies I've been wanting to check out but I cannot remember their names right now. They came out, like, this year and last year, so I'll have to check out, like, how to find those. Um, the Blair Witch Project is always fun. You know, I've never seen the first one, unfortunately, but I saw the second one. I don't remember if they made a third one or not, but the second one's pretty cool. If not, um, still a bit weird and out there. Um... Yeah, I, bu I bought that uh, for like a couple of bucks from like a Dollar General or something, or just like a dollar store. And I was like, dang, I'm going to go check this out. It was pretty cool. You know, I, I really like those uh, couple of dollar bargain type uh, 
movies where it's like, you know, you're paying under five bucks for a DVD. You're not really sure what you're going to get if you've never seen it or heard of it before. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like there's a movie with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. I forget who else was in it. Some other big name guys where they like they're torturing him, I think. I forget what the movie was even about, but that's about all I remember right now. And it was it was really good, but I bought it for like dirt cheap at a dollar store. Um and it was just, you know, a surprise to how good it was. But um yeah, no, there's there's just so many good Halloween movies out there. And, you know, there's only thirty one days in the month, which I think we we should extend Halloween season at least to the first couple of days of November. I know that November 1st is All Saints Day or whatever, you know, the day after. Um, Zawin Halloween, All Hallows Eve, whatever you want to call it. And then uh, Walpurgis Noct is either, that's either the a pagan name for Halloween or the night before. So I know the night before, Devil's Night is something where um, there were lots of arson fires in the city of Detroit back in the... Uh, 90s or 80s and so they nicknamed it devil's night but you know stuff tends to start popping off the night before halloween then halloween happens and everyone goes crazy and then next day we're all better but uh you know i think the 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 spirit of everything probably uh stays in the air for a few days and people don't really want to give it up i know i don't want to give it up november 1st because november 1st comes and they're like oh cool thanksgiving and it's like no i Kind of want to uh, enjoy, you know, Halloween stuff for a little while longer. To be fair, I think I started to back in September. Because I, I think September and October could be, you know, the whole uh, season if we wanted. But um, still working on that. Still working on getting, um, you know, the extension in September for it. Because everybody knows that September is horrible and we got to wake up when it's over. Ha 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 ha. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know if I have any other big, big, big news or big, 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 like Halloween type stuff. I mean, I'm trying to, I think, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I'll go ahead and play the outro song. This might be a little short of an episode. Maybe not. Every time I say that, I end up talking for like 20 minutes after the song plays. So uh, we'll see if I find anything else to think about. But um, yeah, the outro song today is going to be another Warren Zevon track. This one's called I'll Sleep When I'm Dead. So here you go. It's a good one. So much to do. There's plenty on the farm. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Saturday night, I like to raise a little harm. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Twisted again, I'll 
Just gotta uh boop, do that and then can come back and give you guys my full attention again. Um really hope I unmuted the mic and I'm not just yeah, I did, cool. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I wasn't uh talking to myself here. Um Yeah, that's a fun little, you know, quick song. Um, they both are. They're both really fun songs. I really, really like Warren Zevon, and uh, I think he's an, he's a he was a really cool dude. He uh had some really fun quotes like you know and enjoy your sandwich. I believe I wish I knew the, the exact quote right now, but you know life is short, so enjoy your sandwich. Pretty much his uh mantra. You know he he used to be on the. Uh, late night. I think it was the late night show or the late show with uh, David Letterman a lot. So it was really cool that he was on there so many times, and that's where he made his final appearance ever before he unfortunately uh passed away from cancer, I believe. Um. Yeah, he's made. He just is like such a wonderful artist, and he wrote so much, so much amazing music. Um. Yeah, so I think that's gonna probably gonna do this one. Uh, this was something something episode eight, bedcast twenty. I think I misspoke earlier. This is bedcast twenty two overall. 
I think I may, I don't know. For some reason, I thought I said number twenty one, but twenty one was something something episode seven, where I just kind of talked about the movies I was watching recently, which is kind of also what this one was about. But at the same time, Halloween themed. Read that poem at the beginning, so a little different. Um, yeah, Bedcast twenty two something something episode eight. Uh, not a Halloween special number do. I wish I knew how to say number in French. Um, yeah, it's in the books now. Uh, Bedcast 23, which is either going to be another something-something where I just kind of rant for a bit, or um, I might think of a topic and release it in the reverse order from what I have been doing as of recently, at least. Um, it'll be out soon. Not super sure when, um, but soon. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you guys and gals and everything in between. Thank you, everyone. I just say guys because that's sort of the local nomenclature. I don't mean to include or exclude anyone. Um, that's probably a dumb way of saying that, but, um, yeah. So... Once we uh, were at the end of that, uh, we're at that point of the show where I get to go through my uh, my stuff here. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at somebedcast. Go to the website stsbedcast.com. Still haven't gotten the chance to update it. I've just been so busy with everything, but I'm going to find the time to do it and maybe even write some articles or at least maybe post some fun Halloween stuff. I'm not sure. I'll do something. Um, email me Darth at STS Bedcast if you got any questions, suggestions, ideas, requests, anything. Uh, I think that's all I got here. Um, ooh, I just looked at. There we go, the uh the bed list which you can find on Spotify, under uh my account. Um. It's got it's a running playlist of all the songs I've used in the show's intro and outro, aside from all my music. Um, but uh, in the bed lists, there was something that I didn't play, so I'm going to save that for next time. Um, it's kind of a longer song. But, yeah, so I'm going to... Eventually, I'll try to... Mm, well, I really do want to make more music again. I would love to make another Halloween-inspired track. But it's just, it takes a fair bit of work to take all the samples I want manually out of movies and then trim them down and then, you know, do everything else to what I do. But, um, yeah, I'd like to not have every single episode have a copyright strike on it on YouTube if I can. Um, so, yeah, Headcast. 22 something something episode 8 not a Halloween special 2 is in the books um so go forth and be excellent spread your excellence and be the change you want to see shine on you crazy diamonds might have to change the order of this because uh, the next line you know yeah so shine on you crazy diamonds. If you can't be careful, then if you can't be safe, then just be careful. I love you all.
Yeah, I might I might have to work on that for a future episode. Anyways, I love you all. Be careful out there. Uh enjoy responsibly if you're able to do so of your various vices and virtues. Um Yeah. Until next time. See ya. Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we're the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather. <laughs>